Welcome to the 85th episode of the Friday Nightmares podcast. I am one half of your hosting team today, the woman's NWO champion, Heather Powell, coming to you today from Waterdown, Ontario, Canada. And with me, as always, is... Oh, you're finally going to let me talk? God, that intro took forever. Oh. <laughs> But with you, as always, is the greatest man in the world. Not gonna, I'm not gonna brag or anything, but I know this guy is pretty awesome. He's coming to you from the town of Swartz Creek in the county of Genesee, in the state of Michigan, in the United States of America, in the North American continent, in the Western Hemisphere, on the planet Earth, in the Milky Way galaxy, fully vaxxed, boosted, and waxed, and ready to climax. And if you can, please get me wet and feed me after midnight. I'm the man with the glorious beard, a.k.a. Mother of Cats, a.k.a. the man with the humongous <clears throat> ego, a.k.a. Scotthausen, a.k.a. Scotty Too Hottie, a.k.a. Spanky, a.k.a. the uh, part ownership of the Bullet Club Old Belt. We finally... But, but no, Rob, Rob won the belt, not you. Part ownership. Bullet Club Old shares the championship belt with everybody. Oh, okay, that's not how it works, but that's, that's fine. That's how it works. When okay. one of our faction wins, we all win. So you, Rob's too cheap to give you all each your own belt like Tim did for us? What, did Rob Rob can't afford it? He's just Rob's hoarding all that money? He's like, you guys can only take turnsies with my belt, unlike Tim Davis, who see, gave us all our own. The one true champ, what he does is... The one true he, champ. <laughs> he shares his title with everyone. Unlike, you know, Tim Davis, who gives it everybody like some Jim Jones shit going on. And... <laughs> oh, <my God>. but, <laughs> but unlike Tim Davis, you know, he doesn't give participation trophies for being in a faction. Oh, when you mean Rob... he supports his friends just as a when good one, person and not a bully? When, when one member of the Bullet Club old wins the belt, we all win the belt. Look, it's a bully club old. That's what it is. Oh, says That's the woman that was talking smack to us when she was on top. I didn't talk that much smack to you. I just oh, defended Tim. You talked so much no, I didn't. I just defended Tim. Oh, yeah, don't audience don't listen to her. She <laughs> is just full of all sorts of shit. First of all, my back was always on Rob. So I may have only turned my back on you. <laughs> And I never, I never turn my back on you, Scott. Oh, ever. Yeah, never. Ever. We're yeah, fast ever. and furious. I'm your Paul Walker to my Vin Diesel. And you, you just drove me into a tree? Is that what's going on here? No, I said I'm Paul Walker, so I'm dead, technically. That's what I'm saying. And, and I'm Vin Diesel, so you're the one that drove into a tree, so you drove us into a tree? You oh, betrayed I, me? You well, betrayed that was me. an accident. I trust. Oh, man, we got dark on Friday fucking nightmares. <laughs> uh, this is a horror podcast, just in case anybody's <laughs> wondering. We also seem to have this, like, love affair with dummies of horror and dummies of wrestling, and we feel the need to talk about them like our, our fucking boyfriends or girlfriends honestly i've never been this thirsty for somebody before <laughs> like it's kind of embarrassing i'm not gonna lie but um yes it's been a big time you guys became champs and unfortunately get well soon tim i do not think we will be yes. doing a card for aew all out which is absolutely fine uh, all in is it all in yeah all, all in, in then all out right all in so hey you know tim feel better get better 
Um, Rob will continue to serve as champion. I thought about doing a card, and then I realized I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it, it's a lot. It, it is a lot of work. Right. I did it that one time for Forbidden Kingdom and or Forbidden Door. And yeah, I, was, we're just uh, making uh, up names of pay per views now. That <laughs> <laughs> lives in Scott and I. We're like yeah, slam, slam of the summer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, hopefully Tim Davis, by the time he hears this, he's doing much better. Yeah. Like I was worried about him, but I'm glad he's home and resting now. And hopefully he's resting and not trying to podcast. Just relax. Enjoy, yeah, enjoy the downtime. Like, I mean, as much as you can and just watch movies. Just yeah. As, as having three children will allow you. Well, to, hopefully right? Jaleesa is doing her best to like, uh, you know, Jaleesa's a boss. Yeah. Uh, she's a, she's a boss babe right there. But at the same time though, I do wonder if Tim Davis was truly sick. Cause I mean, I swore I seen him on AEW last night. Cause for one, it was themed around Australia. And <laughs> then it was also Leatherface comes running out. And I swore that was Tim Davis. Cause he's always dressed up as Leatherface. <laughs> I, I feel as though him telling us that he almost died is enough. Terrification that we Maybe, maybe though, maybe it was all just a fraud. I was assuming that the Bullet Club old, only you and Rob, because the rest of the members are classy, would send <laughs> a disease over to Australia to get him sick. I just assumed that's what happened. No, I know like, the other members would never be involved in something like that. They don't know what you guys are actually about. I do. Yeah, we're, I know the truth. We're always in the feud, but we would never do that to our buddy Tim. We just got to talk mad smack to the boy. Can I say how nice this shirt is on you? Uh, Scott doesn't have, we don't record this video, but Scott's wearing this blue t-shirt that has like a nice V-cut. And I know he bought it last year, right? Uh, Yes, for work. It is such a nice shirt. Thank you. It really is a good color and it's really flattering on you. Oh, thank you very much. Erica Mahalia to keep her, her hands off you when you come home. I bet her boys are loving that as they listen. You like that, Jaden? How is that, Jaden? <laughs> Still don't like my intro? Hey, get I mean, worse. he's not wrong. Your intro takes forever. You know, I hear you and Erica also take forever, Jaden. Hope you heard that, too. Forever to do the dishes. <laughs> he has heard much worse from me. Oh, I know he has. These poor kids, honestly. <laughs> you know, I understand why he's concerned about my intro. I get him. He has to live with, like, the worst non-dad joke dad jokes of all fucking time now. Like, the you're just best. like, finally, I've been holding these for years. My time has come. <laughs> I mean, just because they fall flat doesn't mean a damn thing. They're still gold. You know, at least someone's laughing, even if it's you. I've exactly. laughed at my own jokes for years. And oh, we know. Oh, we oh, know. Everyone, everyone who's listened to this podcast knows. Um, and I have definitely carried. So I've been recently talking to a podcast member. I won't give his name because I don't want to. <laughs> but the thing that I said that stood out to him is when I referred to myself as a face hugger. <laughs> Do you remember that episode? Oh, I don't yeah. remember where I said that. Which episode was that? Do you remember? I... I say so many gross sexual things that I can't keep count, but he thought that was very funny. So one of these days, for you. Like, if I ever have the extra time to do it, I would love to just kind of skim through all of our episodes <laughs> and just find the random crap we talk about and just compile it into one like long ass <laughs> episode. We should. So face hugger. That's for you, MC. We'll call him MC. Um, I'm, I like how that's how I'm remembered. You know what I mean? Like I realize when I talk <laughs> to people and they've listened to this podcast, they have such an advantage 
like he's heard me say some pretty outlandish things. Half are true, half are just exaggerated. But there's always a little bit of a truth in a joke. Okay. So, you know, I'm like, now I'm, I wonder what I sound like. I probably sound like this raging alcoholic. I've had someone else that listened to this show that was like, well, either we know you like to party. I'm like, oh, oh, you think I'm a lot more fun than I actually am? Oh, oh dear. Okay. It's like on my other show, I I definitely play up the sexual <clears throat> prowess. The grand, the grand muslud. Yes, I, I play it up huge on that show yes you do um just more for shock value like i just think it's funny right but i realized when i and this experience with talking to this lovely gentleman that um yeah my man's wife messaged me <laughs> he's like hey take it scott now he's taken gotta go for the the lower i'm like the asylum to scott's like actual like i don't know main studio i'm the ripoff well, or Scott's the uncorked. Like, I'm the uncorked. Oh, no, I'm asylum. I'm not even uncork worthy. I'm unsylum worthy. They're like, oh, Scott's taken now? Oh, well, there's a chick on here. Maybe maybe she'll <laughs> talk to us. Oh, good Lord. Right? It's not wrong, though. Everyone loves Scotty. I mean, you yeah. are the one that created yeah. this monster that is the smoke show. I know. I used to be such a shy little Scott. Scared of scared of the microphone. <laughs> now now just, yeah, I have no shame. <laughs> Now you have no shame. Now, now I listen back and I'm like, what happened to that little... Remember we used to be so <laughs> professional too and polished? That lasted a whole two episodes. And now we're trash. <laughs> We've always been trash pandas. We're just two little trash pandas just trying to make it through. Fuck yeah, we are. <laughs> but these trash pandas have been watching some... Dave C, you'll be very proud. We have been watching quality, not quantity. Well, okay, I've been watching quality... <laughs> Scott's been watching whatever he can get his Tubi little fingers on. I'm beginning to think Tubi should be a sponsor of our show because we like basically are like, oh, Tubi. Mm, Yeah, Tubi, just like that, Tubi. Mm." (laughs) Well, I mean, to be fair, like Tubi is... Tubi is like one of the two movie apps that seem to work on my phone nowadays. So (laughs) that's all I can watch. Tubi Tubi and Plex nowadays is all it seems to be working. (laughs) And once in a while, Shuddy works for you if it feels like it. You know, if it's not, if it's not in a bad mood, you don't have Netflix anymore. You don't have Amazon. (laughs) So you're just like, hope it comes on Tubi. (laughs) Right. We'll see what happens. Hey, you know what? Tubi is a great resource, and it's great that you are bringing the gems, right? Yeah, well, I mean, like I say, I, I watch the shit so y'all don't have to. Oh, you didn't watch this one, though. Oh, was this one uh, on Tubi? Oh, it's sure. It's a Tubi original, Scotty, and it's an Asylum film. I Oh, I almost watched this. I think it was today I saw it on the Oh, on the you know, it's a shame you missed out on this gem. I uh, I think you should watch it with Erica. I want to put your relationship through yet another challenge. <laughs> oh, God. To see if you stay together. Um, you know, we we got her through Quicksand, which I don't think that even episode's been released yet. You'll hear us talk about that. Scott yeah, I, will eventually will edit it. <laughs> yeah, I'll be editing it uh, maybe tonight, depending on how long this goes, and tomorrow, and try to release it by Saturday. So, uh, nice. what is it? so by the 19th, I'm hoping to release it August 19th. So hopefully you guys have all heard us talk about Quicksand and... How much Erica loved it. Um, luckily, mm. good news, Scott and her are still together. Thankfully. Yep. <laughs> Put it a strain, little... <laughs> but it, thankfully we're still together. <laughs> it was a little dicey there, but we managed to work it out. Um, so I'll talk about this uh, this Primo one, uh, because I beat Scott to the Toomey to to Prunch. 
Um, it's on Tubi. It's a Tubi original. This is called Blind Waters. <laughs> oh, fuck my life. An unrelenting shark turns a couple's dream vacation into a nightmare when they are stranded at sea and forced to fight for their lives. Um, there's a review on here that says, feels like at least a couple of movies crammed together into one and the blindness aspect actually gets no use. Basically, she can see well enough for what she needs to do, but keep the story going. <laughs> Another review was, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I think that sums it up nicely. This is supposed to be a shark film. Now, I will say for the first half of the movie, I thought it actually did a really good job of being a shark film. Oh, wow. It's an asylum film. So, you know, you have asylum level effects and you are kind of just, you know, going with the asylum. You know, if you've seen an asylum movie, you know what I'm talking about here. But then it takes this really weird turn and it becomes this like murder mystery thing. And she, uh, I don't know, it gets really fucking weird. I think they should have just either stuck with who's the threat. Is the shark the threat? Is this other character a threat? Is something else a threat? And it kind of went all over the place. But if you are a Asylum fan and you enjoy cheesy as fuck shark movies that are like cramming as much as they can into an hour and a half. So in other words, if your name's Rob Humphreys, then this movie is for you. It is available on Tubi and you're looking at about an hour and a half runtime. Oh, good to know. Yeah, this one, like I said, I almost clicked on it today, but I clicked on something that I'm about halfway through that so far seems much better. It sounds like it probably is. And I don't even know what it is. Oh, I told you earlier I started it. Oh, I don't remember. Scott. may I. Right. No, see, you told me that 50 seconds ago. And I just was like, I was too busy thinking about what a slut I am on this podcast and how bad it's making me look. But hopefully, finally, now I'm reaping the rewards (laughs) of it by dudes messaging me and, you know, you know, right? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, right, Scott? Oh, I know, Heather. I know. <laughs> You're like, I know. I know. I'll come and scrape you off some floor somewhere. All right. Um, you introduced me. I watched this, by the way. I did watch it today. All right. So, but I'll let you talk about it first. All right. So this is one I came across on Tubi. Um, I believe it was Jason Lloyd who spoke about this one on uh, mm. his Facebook page and said it was fairly decent. So I was like, all right, well. I'm usually like somewhat uh, aligned with Jason Lloyd's uh, reviews. And this is a horror anthology called Tell Me a Creepy Story. Uh, It's an 86 minute runtime and it's kind of a weird synopsis, but it's like uh, the beekeeper who accidentally kills his wife before nervously burying her body under his vegetable patch. The child born with an insatiable and increasingly inhuman appetite. The seemingly harmless couple who are serious. Home alone woman who is petrified someone is out to kill her. These terrifying tales come together in one anthology. And yeah, I watched this and I thought it was not bad. It was like filmed pretty well. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One thing I did notice is there was not a lot of dialogue. No, no, it like wasn't it, overly dialogue heavy. Yeah, it was more like a visual storytelling, which was uh, very yes. interesting for an anthology that they all kind of lined up that way. Yes, yes. And yeah, I found uh, all the stories to be interesting. They all kept my attention. Um, the first one definitely made me feel a bit uh, queasy and uneasy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, 
But yeah, I yeah. found this to be all around, like, we don't have many anthologies this year. And this was one that I came across. I was like, not bad. It was pretty entertaining. I agree with you. I thought all stories were decent. I thought they were acted well. They obviously came from different countries. So I'm not quite sure what the collection was or how they got the the different directors. But hey, it works. Uh, the average on Letterbox is about three and a half star, which I think is pretty fair for this yeah. anthology. I think that's a fair rating. Um, if you enjoy anthologies, more modern day anthologies, like this isn't like one that you're going to get on Shutter. Like this isn't a a trick or treat or something yeah. like that. You know, it's it's nowhere close to that. But I wouldn't say it's you know a, the hundred candle game either. <laughs> It's right. a step above that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's somewhere floating in between. So if that sounds like something that you could enjoy, uh, the special effects were decent. I thought the special effects for the first one were quite good. It was quite gross, but it was well done. Um, you're looking that you can rent or buy on Apple, Google Play, Vudu, uh, Tubi. No, it's not, not Tubi to buy. Sorry, YouTube to rent or buy, but it is free on Tubi. So if you don't mind a couple of commercials, then check out the Tube, the Tubi for this one. Yeah, I found this one to be definitely worth worth a watch. Right. And uh, yeah, I guess I can jump on into the next one because uh, I will let everybody know I have a very small list of what I watched just because I had been struggling trying to find anything worthwhile. And then we had a lot of stuff going on at work. But I tried what I I tried watching what I could. Uh, this one is another one that I found on Tubi. It was uh, an hour and twenty one minute runtime called Predators of the Deep, and it's based like a mockumentary. So the synopsis is: I had to look up the synopsis on Tubi because Letterbox doesn't even have this movie yet. Um, but when a group of friends set out to uncover the treasures of a sunken sh- shipwreck, their mission quickly morphs into a nightmarish fight for survival. And yeah, it's filmed like a documentary style, like where they're interviewing the friends, uh, the friends of the friends of the friends, family members of the friends and stuff like that. And, you know, adding clips of the recorded footage that they set out to find this sunken treasure, you know, sprinkling a little drama llama here and there. No Um, drama llama llama. Yeah, but uh, normally documentaries like this, I'm all about. So I was like, all right, I'll check this one out. This one was tolerable like not really worth a lot of like i wouldn't recommend this one because nothing really happens like but you pretty much know what's happening and like like right away what's or what's going to happen right away and then you get the reveal of what happens last five minutes of the movie and so it's just a lot of like just talking to the family members and Mm. stuff like that but the thing I found weird that kind of threw me off about this was, you know, like talking about this found footage. So obviously the people that were recording this went missing. So when you're interviewing the family members and friends and stuff like that, you would feel like maybe the friends and family would get kind of emotional during the interviews and talking about <laughs> the people that are missing. They either these people have had time to get over it or they just didn't care because, yeah, they these people really didn't show any emotions of loss and grief at all. So even the mother and stuff like that. And I'm going, okay, you, you're losing me here. You got like, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The like, fucker's dead. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, what's going on here? Like, come on. Like, oh, well, that's what it sucks to be him. <laughs> so yeah, this one just kind of dragged on too long. Didn't have much of a payoff and yeah, the acting didn't help keep me invested unfortunately mm, so the predators of the deep skip it yeah this one i would say unless you are 
a fan of like the mockumentaries and just trying to watch everything like found should uh tim davis for found footage watch this no don't do it tim don't waste your time don't do it um the one i'm gonna talk about is spirit of fear so i saw a screener for this from our good friends plex and i want to be very clear um this is indie very indie indie horror done right um um, it is a how long is the time frame here? Where are the numbers? Oh, I can't see it on here. Well, I believe oh there it is, seventy eight minutes, so just under an hour and a half. Um, trying to regain his memory, a man must evade a dynamic presence while following the clues left for him to discover his past. The setting is very simple, but it does a great job of creating a sense of creepiness. This is what Skinnamarink could have been if it was better. Mm, okay. And yes, I said that. <laughs> so he wakes up. This gentleman wakes up in a room alone. It's his house, but no one is there. But there's these sticky notes and there's something else in the house with him. And it's a very, very good indie horror. I say indie because we're looking at very low budget, a minimal set. The camera work is is decent. Um, it's the same guys. They had a segment in VHS 99. Mm. So they had that. So a nice. lot of the there's a lot of low ratings in this. And I think the low ratings were from people who um hadn't seen a lot of indie horror because when I read through and I got to see people that had watched indie horror, you could tell the reviews were a lot kinder because they understood. So mine was, if you truly appreciate and enjoy indie filmmaking, then I recommend this film. The set is used well and the atmosphere is creepy. I enjoyed the acting in it and felt it reflected how some people would probably react in this situation. I refer to films like this as indie horror done right. Wait, but this is so very indie. Oh, that's my review. You're actually that. writing reviews on Letterboxd now? Well, I felt bad for this movie. Everyone was oh, like, okay. I was like, the I'm top shocked. reviews, I know, the top reviews, people were shitting on it. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's not a it's not a blockbuster. It's not supposed to be. And that's fine. Not everyone likes indie horror. Like, by no stance am I sitting here saying, oh, well, you should like it just because it's indie. I understand that that's not everybody's thing. But I thought for what they were working with, this was a fine movie. But you really, truly, like, I'm thinking of the Jason Grays out there. That is someone who would like this film or at least appreciate it, right? Because Jason Gray has that kind of advanced knowledge of film. Um, yeah, Phil Craig Ray. Like, yeah, Phil right? Ray, Craig Wooten. Yeah, like those, Craig Wooten. Like, these are the people that I would say, and they may hate it. They may watch it and be like, Heather, this is shit. And that's absolutely fine. But I think they would at least appreciate the effort that would go into making something like this. Exactly. Like, I think of Rebecca Reinhardt. Um, and even Carly, Carly from Summer Party Massacre. Uh, Rebecca from, you know, this indie scene is also Summer, the Summer Party um massacre podcast podcast right I, that's right summer party massacre we always call it spm what the fuck is wrong with me i was gonna say it's your podcast come on now Heather. honestly no like honestly i totally <laughs> blanked scott this is what happens when you work too many jobs and you're exhausted all the time you don't what remember I, shit what did i say to you earlier Ah, uh, yeah erica and i joined the same club it's called burnout so we're we have like get erica down here i need to talk to her about how we're gonna burn ourselves to the ground um Anyway, those are people that would appreciate it as well. So the people you mentioned, the people I mentioned, 
like would I recommend that a, a lukewarm horror fan go out and watch it? No, like I don't think it's going to be something that they're going to enjoy. Um, it's not even available yet. I'm assuming this will probably end up on Tubi at some point or Plex. Um, but, you know, only watch it if you think it's something that you'll like and you like indie horror. Good to know. Yeah, this is one that I meant to watch. And I, I, I think you should watch it. I do. I think you yeah. and Erica could watch it. I think you guys would at least appreciate because I know Erica watches indie horror. Yeah. So I, I I know that you guys could at least appreciate the work that goes into it. Yeah, I'll say this one just completely slipped my mind just because, you know, a lot, go, lot going on in life right now. See, we're all just burning out. Yeah. Burning the wick at both ends, if you will. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess I will jump on to the next one that is available, but I do not recommend it. <laughs> uh, so we were, uh, Eric and I were searching for trying to find something to watch, and she knew I needed to watch some 2023s. So we, she came across this one, and she knew that I really didn't have anything for my Amazon Prime category. So she found one on Amazon Prime called Strain 100. Strain 100. And we watched the trailer, and we're like, oh, this could be a decent watch at least. We started it, and then we seen the good old name of Uncorked. And Fuck I was like, yeah, oh. Uncorked. Fuck I was yeah. Like, oh, boy, this could be a big swing and a miss. We'll see. Yeah. But uh, it is an 84-minute runtime, and the synopsis is, after surviving a terrifying car crash, a young woman discovers that aggressive, flesh-eating zombies have overtaken <laughs> the entire area. She must figure out what is happening and why in the and why in hopes of escaping her wait, hold on. She must figure out what is happening and why. Period. In hopes of escaping her horrifying circumstances. There, I fixed it for you, letterbox. That was a terrible uh grammar there, buddy. But anyways, yeah, so this was uh not good. This was pretty <laughs> fucking bad. Like really And this bad. was poor. <laughs> yeah, this was really bad CGI effects. Um, mm -hmm. I, I was reading, like, it felt like I was like, okay, this is made around the time of the pandemic because it's very parallel with what was going on during the pandemic. But then I found out it was made in, like, 2017 and then just now got released. So maybe... Well, it predicted it. So maybe this was kind of like that uh, documentary we watched a couple years ago about that director that dealt with Uncork. You know, he took forever for him to find distribution. Then oh yeah, yeah, helped him out. Yeah. So maybe yeah. that could be the same story here. I don't know. Um, however, as I'm watching this, this really felt like the whole and it felt like an anti-vaxer movie because <laughs> you find out in this movie that. Anybody who got vaccinated was turning into the zombies. <laughs> Only the vaccinated were turned into zombies because they people were getting vaccinated for this disease beforehand, before all this broke loose. And then, yep, all the vaccinated people became zombies. And they were just talking about how, you know, putting shit in your body is bad, blah, 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 like, like total <laughs> anti-vaxxer type <laughs> conversations. I'm going, oh, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> So, You're like, why are we here? Why are we here today? Yeah. We don't need to be here today. Like, I mean, I get it. You you know, we have movies that are like the far left speaking type uh, for horror yes, films. Of course. So, you know, there's got to be the far right or like the. Yeah. Everyone's got their opinion and they're allowed. Yeah, of course. Of course. But, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This movie was just terrible. Tim Walker gave it one star. Donna Nelly. I just don't know if he's hiding his rating for this because I know he sometimes does that, but he has no rating for this right now, which so I don't know <laughs> what he thinks. But yeah, this was fucking awful. I think I gave this <laughs> one, one and a half. 
like, I you're like felt... i gave this nothing because it sucks so bad well, no the nothing goes to cocaine cougar just because that was lazy did this, you watch it with Erica? Uh, the Strain 100? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's the one that found it on Amazon. We've oh, right. So you guys should have made out halfway through. You're young enough in your relationship now that that's so I mean, something you could do. We definitely should have because uh, we I felt like I, <laughs> I felt like I aged at least 10 years watching this movie. See, if this was in the first month of your dating, you would have totally made out throughout the movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right? Because, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this was... And the only reason we stuck with it is because I was like, well, need to watch some 2023s and I haven't really watched shit yet. So, all right, let's keep with it. <laughs> Man, I miss making out in movies. I always end up with people that are like, oh, yeah, no, I want to watch the film. I want to watch the movie. Wait, Can well, we just watch the movie? Aren't you also the one that talked about how you watched Tremors while the... <laughs> oh, Bob Bangin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Doggy <laughs> style so I could continue to watch it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was when I was like 18, you know, <laughs> now that I'm older, I still want that. But like, oh, my God. Oh, no, Heather. Oh, I want to watch the movie. Oh, respect me as a person, Heather. Oh, you got my name wrong, Heather. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's an I don't use names. That's why. <laughs> Yo, meat stick. Come here. <laughs> then I'm like, come here. Come here. Get over here. Yeah, I'm like, get over here. I, like, I'm, I'm like, and then he'll be like, finish me. me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like the new Mortal Kombat film. <laughs> that's that's what it is. It's like a big pornography. <laughs> sounds better than that movie that you watched, though. Shit, that sounds right. more entertaining. Yeah, they did, you know, it was not good. <sighs> like, and then they're like, only the Vex needed became the zombies. <laughs> is this <laughs> so, so how did it end since like probably no one's gonna watch it did they all like did they go to a little island or something i think most of the survivors got killed except for the one girl and i yeah i think she just survived i god i can't even remember it was so bad no, it, was that, um, it was that bad huh you were like i hope this like, bitch dies because <laughs> i watched it i think i watched it we watched this like friday or saturday and mm. yeah how, hmm. yeah i honestly don't remember like that's, I, a, that's a good woman erica is she comes in this relationship she's like all right shitty horror films <laughs> <laughs> let's do it i love you baby it's worth it it's worth every minute She's like, um, I know you gotta watch for, you gotta watch this stuff for your podcast. So we'll it's all for Friday nightmares. It's all for you. Right? What would people do if they didn't know our opinions on these mediocre 2023 films that they were never even heard of in the first place? Right? But we have to bring it to their attention and then tell them not to watch it. <laughs> like I say, you know? I watched the sh we watched the shit so y'all don't have to. But they would probably never watch it anyway, with the exception of like Jason Gray. All we're doing is helping Jason Gray. Jason, the so show's true. for you. <laughs> <laughs> all for you, buddy. All for you, Jason. Um, all right. Then what I'm going to talk about is The Gates. This is, I can just hear Nut Rob now. That's a 2022 film because it was released in 2022 in the UK. Suck my pussy, <laughs> Rob. I am going to put this. Oh. Rob's like, I can't actually do that because you don't have a dick. And I would only be doing that for Scott. <laughs> That's what Bull Club Old does for each other. That's what you guys do. There's big dick sucking going on. It's great. Everyone knows how to do it, right? So it's a good situation to be in. Anyway, came out in the UK in 2022. And now, oh man, Erica's kids listen to this. Well, guess they'll know what to expect when they meet me. That's good. Um... <laughs> 
they'll have nice low expectations. So uh, nice. set the bar low enough. Well, they're teenagers. They're teenagers in all fairness. So exactly. they've heard worse. They've heard worse. So this film was released in the UK in 2022. It has only had a. Uh, I guess you could say North American release this year, which is why we're counting it. So a serial killer has been sentenced to death by the electric chair in London in the 1890s. Good old Richard Brake, best fucking part of this movie. Honestly, he saves movies. I'll be real. He really does. Um, But in his final hour, he puts a curse on the prison he is in and all of those in it. He is definitely the best part of this movie, along with John Raines Davis, who's a well-known British actor. Um, Both of those actors, incredible. Very, very good. Um, The story is okay. It is okay. It wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. It wasn't the best movie I've ever seen. It was entertaining. I did care what was going to happen, and I did follow it along quite well. Um, it's a good little mixture of kind of like the afterlife and what happens to us and any kind of curses that could be occurring. It is available to rent on Google, Microsoft Store, YouTube, and Hoopla. If you enjoy Richard Brake, 100%, this is worth your money. Um, it's an it's 11 and 11. It's 111 minutes. Ooh. Isn't that fitting, huh? 111. Not 666, but 111. Um, it's it's decent. It's it's decent if you like the curses and like the afterlife and that kind of shit. It is a little bit of a slow burn. That's one of the feedback on here for one of the reviews. I would agree with that. Um, I think if what I described is what you like, rent it. If not, skip it. Yep, this was another one that I was looking at and was tempted to watch just because Richard Brake is on the cover. Uh, yeah, you'll like it for him. He's worth it, Scott. Yeah, He's so that, worth it. That man chews up the scenery, but also, I don't think, I think he is forever typed cast because he just plays creepy so damn well. Oh, yeah, he is very, very, very good, and... I don't know. He makes a film real, like even that bingo hell one wasn't a great film, but him being on it and it made it really fucking entertaining. Oh, absolutely. Right. So if you're feeling Mr. Break, check that shit out. Now I had a weekend at the theaters. I went Saturday and Sunday because I'm so cool. I, on Saturday night, I saw the last voyage of the Demeter. Jealous. This this is by Andre Overall. Overall? Did I say that right? Uh, Overdahl? Overdahl. Overdahl. Uh, the legend of Dracula is born. The crew of the merchant ship, the Demeter, attempts to survive the ocean voyage from Cartapena to London. They are stalked each night by a merciless present on board the ship. Um, I will say that it's tough because you kind of go into this movie... With a general understanding of what's going to happen. Right. You already you know, know basically. The- like, you can look at the poster and be like, ah, oh, it's a vampire movie. Like, <laughs> like it's a, he's right on the poster. Like, you can't get around that. Right. Well, uh, I mean, and it's also, like, based off, like, the very, based off a news clipping in the Dracula, the book Dracula. Right. So, you know, you have that. I thought this was an excellent time period. Or what do we call it? Time period? Period piece. Period piece. Um, I thought the acting was solid. I do think it's challenging when you have what is a set story before someone walks into the theater. Um, 
you know, you could poke holes in decisions that are made, but I think with it taking place in the 1890s without the use of modern things that we're used to, you can forgive a lot. Um, think isolated on a boat with something that's taking people down and you have no idea what it is, right? Yeah. It's great. It's great isolation horror. Um, I very much enjoyed the filming. I love this director. We all know how I feel about scary stories to tell the dark. Go fuck yourself, Rob. Um, <laughs> and I, I enjoyed it. Now, Rob Humphreys, as much as I give him shit, he gave it three and a half stars. I think that's a pretty fair rating. Um, I, and Ram Man gave it four and that's the only people that have recorded on here that we know. Um, so yeah, like I think three and a half to four is, is, is fair. I think that is a fair rating for this. Um, I liked it probably more than most people did. It is sitting in my top 20 right now. Um, nice. I won't say where it's ranked, but I definitely did enjoy it. And at a hundred and 18 minute runtime. I thought it was a solid theater watch. Nice. Yeah. This is one that, you know, everybody knows, like my opinion, I am super excited to see this. So yeah, I'm you'll hoping, like it, Scotty. Yeah, I'm hoping I can see it at theater or if not, it, it uh, comes to on demand fairly quickly. Well, I think it will. And um, the next one I saw on Sunday night was talk to me, mm. which, which for a Sunday night had a lot more people in the theater. Wow. Yeah. So you, this is the most rate latest A24 masterpiece. Yeah, and I guess it's done really fucking well in theaters, which is you know amazing for A24 because normally that doesn't happen. I I uh, I I am never a fan when people are oh so sorry the last voyage of Demeter it's playing in theaters nowhere on VOD you want to watch it you need to go to the movie theaters it's playing near yeah. theater New Year. Um, talk to me this this. Uh, there was a scene in this. I went with George and both of us. I thought we were going to fucking leap out of our seats. Like it. Nice. We both went. Bah! Like it, it fucking scared the shit out of me. Um, it's been a long time since a movie has creeped me out. This creeped me out. So this is basically your hereditary, hereditary for me. Yes. I thought that it was very unsettling. Now, of course, like it's a horror movie, right? We know this shit ain't real. We know right. that all that stuff, right? So when I say that, you know, I'm not like, oh, I was so scared I couldn't sleep at night. I just thought that it was really well done. The acting is excellent. The filming is excellent. If <laughs> this is a movie that all horror fans should watch this year. Um, you will be at a miss without seeing it. I have a very hard time believing that anybody would hate it. When I look at the rankings across the board, I see Tim Davis coming in at a whopping four and a half stars. Dave Bailey coming in at four and a half stars. Rob Humphreys with his typical three and a half. Uh, Kate Pollock from um, the Eternal Spotless. The Eternal Eternal Darkness of Not So Spotless Minds. Yeah, thanks. Um, (laughs) Reverend Vin from the Rotten Roundtable has it at four stars. Sorry, Kate Pollock gave it four and a half stars. Who else do we have on here? um duncan mcleish gave it four stars like we're talking like a lot of podcasters liking this film um i definitely think this is a must watch for this year it is a 100 percent month you probably don't have to go to the theater but it definitely is worth your time 95 minutes you're not going to be uh disappointed and for me it's sitting in my top three right now Fuck yeah, that's awesome. And I yeah. and I've watched 130 movies, so you know if it's sitting up there for me, it's 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 pretty good. Yeah, I still haven't even hit 100 yet. 
that's okay. Not everyone can be me. No, and I'll say, but this makes me happy because yeah, this is another one that I was super excited to see. So I'm, I am super excited for the chance to get to watch this. I think you'll really dig it. I, uh, you know, slow clap a twenty four. Like I don't always like all of their stuff, but this one, this one pulled it out for sure. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, this one, I am curious to hear your thoughts, but I will bring it up because, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, well, I'll save my thoughts till I get through this. But uh, the next one, or uh, the last one that I watched and the last one on our on our list for newer watches is Cobweb uh, with a runtime of 88 minutes. Tagline is sooner or later family secrets creep out. Uh, synopsis is eight-year-old Peter is plagued by a mysterious constant tapping from inside his bedroom wall, one that his parents insist is all in his imagination. As Peter's fear intensifies, he believes that his parents could be hiding a terrible, dangerous secret and questions their trust. Okay, so I had been hearing good things about this one, and um, my buddy Keith Kristen from uh, Beyond the Senses podcast had uh, messaged me after he saw it in theaters going, have you seen this yet? And I'm like, no, I want to, but it uh, seems like it's in limited theatrical run, so it's not playing anywhere near me. He's like, dude, it is worth every penny. You need to go see it. Like, if you can find it somewhere near you, go see it. I'm like, okay. So, you know, finally got a chance to watch it. And fucking hell, this movie was so damn good. Stars Anthony St- Anthony Starr, who uh, if a lot of people will recognize him as Homelander from The Boys. And just like Richard Brick. This man plays fucking creepy and menacing so goddamn well. And uh, the other actress in this, what is her name? Lizzie Kaplan. She did such an amazing job as well. Just like both these characters are like the, or both these actors are like the shining stars in this. Like they do such an amazing job. Actually, actually, the young man, Woody Norm, is also in The Last Voyage of the Demeter right now. Oh, no shit. This young man has two theater girl releases out, and he plays very different characters in both. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So he is an up-and-comer. He was nominated last year for a film he was in called Come On, Come On for a British um, Film Award. Oh, nice. So, yes, I agree. Those two were awesome. But this young man here, because I was watching Cobwebs, and I'm like, I've seen this kid recently. Yeah, I did. I saw him recently on Saturday night. Um, so young man has two theater, theater, theatrical horror releases out right now. Let's hope we see more from him. Right. Um, and, um, but yeah, I want to get to this, like, just saying like, ah, uh, this story had me thinking it was going to go one way. And then it had me thinking it was going to go another way Then it had me thinking it was going to go another way. It like just kept me guessing the entire fucking time on what was mm. going to happen and how this was going to play out. And it's filmed super well. The music in it is just beautiful, like a beautiful score. Um, acting, like I say, was incredible. And this also, yeah. I don't know if it did for you, but in elements of this movie gave me People Under the Stairs vibes. Yes, I think those are all fair assessments. Um, I did not like it as Uh-oh. much as you did. but but i think that your assessment of it is fair i just for me i just found it very much too similar to other things that have come out in the last couple of years i see i didn't find it similar to anything besides like giving me like vibes of people under the stairs that is fair and i won't say the other movies because it's spoilers um but 
I just. Oh, okay. I think I might know what you're hinting at. You might know what we're talking, what I'm talking about. Um, that being said, I think the acting for me carries this film. As much as I wasn't, I was lukewarm on the plot and the writing, but the acting nailed this. The yeah. the Anthony Starr, Lizzie Kaplan, and Woody Norman, and even the teacher, excellent. Yeah, I was saying this had a pretty small cast. Right? And I felt that they all delivered performances that were believable. And did a good job with, like, if they put other actors in that role that weren't as strong, it wouldn't have been a good movie. But because yes. they were strong, I felt that they made it better. And see, I think even without them, it would have been a pretty good movie. But the acting made it a fucking awesome, excellent movie for me. Because, like, where Talk to Me gave you the, uns like, unsettled you, mm -hmm. moments of this truly unsettled me. Well, I think that you're we're getting a pretty fair assessment here. These are three theatrical watches back to back. Uh, Cobwebs is still out in some theater. Cobweb is still out in some theater. Yeah, and it's VOD um, now, like as well. It's, it's VOD as well. So I definitely think this is a strong recommend. I yeah, think I will, that this uh, for sure. And I was saying, like, because you've been giving shout outs to people that have uh, rated it as well. I'll mm, do the same okay. here. Um, so my buddy Keith Kristen gave it. Four out of five. Uh, Tim Davis gave it four and a half, which is what I gave it. Uh, our good buddy Xander Kane gave it four out of five. Uh, let's see. A guy I know named True Blue gave it four out of five. Uh, what was her name? Jill Harris gave it four out of five. And let's see who's that. And a guy named Sean Klump gave it four out of five as well. Like everybody that I follow, uh, the lowest score is a three and a half. Yeah, same here. Same here. And I think that's fair. I think this is a three and a half to four for me. Um, yep. Probably closer to a four. I, I really did think it was a well done film. And this is a four and a half for me and is, I think, in my top five now. Awesome. Awesome. Well, this was a nice change for us at Friday Nightmares. We managed to bring some movies that we like. Right. A lot. I brought a few duds, but there have been some good ones on this list. Majority is good. So... Thank you. Check them out when you get a chance to. And we will continue to. We have some more theatrical releases coming this year. Um, I'm personally very excited for the Elevator game. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. I am very curious about that one. Uh, I am looking forward to Five Nights at Freddy's. I am definitely looking forward to that one. Right. And I think when we look back at our list now, you know, with the likes of Renfield, for us, Infinity Pool, um, for some people, Megan... Uh, for some people, Winnie the Pooh. I think there's been some very good hitters that have come out this year. And I yep. do think people will, by the end of the year, have no problem doing a top 10 list. Yeah, I think, I think my, I'm thinking I'm getting closer to a top 10 that I would be happy with. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, because it's been, uh, been a rough year, to say the least, with uh, movies. But, like, I think it's finally, you know, filling in a little bit more. And, like, like this always happens the last half of the year, last quarter of the year. Usually has a lot of the harder hitters. Uh, the one I'm not excited for is Saw. I could care see, less. I will watch it. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm more curious to see how they continue the story. Yeah, I've never been a huge fan of the Saw franchises. I respect them. I think that's fine. I know that people like them. They're just not a big one for me. Yeah, I'm saying, um, I mean, you know me. I'm not a big on the yeah. franchise either. It's like it's right? just there. It's just exists. Kind of like, like Scott and I. 
just exactly. existing, just floating among all the other podcasts. We're not we're not big like dummies of horror, but we're not like I don't know. I don't want to call any other podcast crappy. I guess we're just the bottom. <laughs> we're the little bottom Fair feeders. Enough, yeah. Hey, nothing's wrong feeders. with being a bottom feeders. We keep shit clean. Um, exactly. <laughs> for older watches, a while ago, I watched Silver Bullet, 1985. Uh, yeah, fun little cute werewolf film. It's a cutie, and Gary Busey in it's fucking nuts. I, I, Gary Busey on like roids, like I cut, not roids, like he wasn't like built on roids or anything like that, but it's just personality was on roids. Well, I'm trying to remember if that was before or after his accident. Yeah, I don't know. Up- I'm not a. He ended up suffering brain damage from his accident. That's when we got we started getting crazy Gary Busey because he's unfortunately got brain damage, which happens, right? Yeah. I think this was before. Um, he was great; like he was really sweet, and like the kid, the silver bullet is his wheelchair, and mm-hmm. there's the werewolf in town who they're trying to figure out who it is. And I thought the special effects were okay; like I thought it was a fun little like kid friendly werewolf film. Uh, not a bad Stephen King adaptation to film. I haven't read the book, but I thought that the movie was entertaining, moved quickly, great introduction to horror. Yeah, I it's been a long time since I've watched it, but I do like it. Um, and I remember <laughs> the werewolf looking a bit silly, but also I kind of liked that the way it looked because yeah. it was unique. I feel like and, it's silly, like for kids kind of thing, right? Right. Well, no, I was going to say, and also, you know, werewolf movies are hard to make a werewolf look good. Right. Like, you're not going to have it always be the Howling or the American Werewolf in London. You know, it's not always going to be or Ginger Snaps. Like, you're not going to have or what was the other one about the dog dog soldiers? Uh, dog soldiers. Yep. Right. Like, you're just you're not. Yeah. Sometimes you just get things that are average. And I think Silver Bullet's average. I actually am beginning. I've watched a lot more Stephen King films because of this other podcast. And another one that I really did enjoy is Sometimes They Come Back. Yes, that one is fun. Yeah, it's a it's a fun little it's a fun little movie, and I do feel like they're kind of introductory. Like they're not super dark. Like Pet Cemetery, super dark. But like, yeah. I didn't find so like Silver Bullet has a happy ending. You know, like it's a relatively good ending. So like, I don't know. It was it was very interesting. I'm uh, I'm glad that I've been forced to watch some of these movies that I just haven't bothered. Yeah, I was like, it's kind of fun. Uh, it's kind of fun hearing your opinions on them because. Oh yeah, these are you movies listened? I grew up. Yeah, and I was saying these are movies I grew up on because my mother was a huge Stephen King fan, so we watched everything Stephen King. I've I have her entire Stephen King book collection here at my house, so it's like yeah, she's she was a huge fan who raised me to be a huge fan. I'm trying to remember. I watched another werewolf movie as of late. I don't think I brought it up on the show. It's the one about the old age home. Mm, late phases. You know which one? Late phases. That one wasn't too bad. I liked that one a lot. Yeah, it was an interesting concept. Um, you know, like I, the effects in that one aren't overly great, but I thought it was entertaining. Yeah, yeah, I thought that one was really fun. The that one, I think, it's the more the uh, characters in the movie helped that one. You know, which one I don't think I've ever watched is uh, Cursed. You're not missing much. Oh, okay, not good. <laughs> No, like, oh, Wes Craven directed it. Yeah, I was oh. gonna say I, I'd say watch it because I think it'd kind of give you the fluffy, uh, the fluffy happy feelings and the tum tums for the nostalgia of that oh, okay. era. Okay, okay, I do like my two thousands. This is true. I am forever 
in love with the 2000s and yeah, early it's 90s. Not, not a good movie, but at the same time, like, I think you would just kind of enjoy it for that era. I appreciate that. You know, and that's sometimes the thing, right? Sometimes we watch movies that we know aren't going to be overly good. Um, yeah. I watched uh, Lake Placid, like the fourth one. Not good. Not good. How, um, I, how I still uh, champion the movie Munchies. It's fucking terrible. And it's a total ripoff of Gremlins and it's just awful. And the acting is completely rotten, but mm. I, I loved it when I was a kid. So the nostalgia is still there for it where I watch it and go, ah, this brings me back to when I was at my grandma's house watching it on TV. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ah, glory days when I was a bibiscot and had no yeah. responsibilities and I could just watch <laughs> horror movies all the time. Um, did you watch an older film? I did not. Um, a lot of the, like, I've been watching, uh, rewatching the Chucky series with uh, Erica. Oh, fun. How's that going? Is she digging it? Yeah, I'll say we've only watched so far one episode because they're like hour episodes or whatever. But, and just with uh, 2B Tuesdays lately, we've been trying to knock out uh, 2023s. Yeah. Yeah. Because she knows that you have this very serious job as a podcaster and that you yeah, definitely and, need to be on the ball. And I've also been doing a lot of rewatches like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Friday oh, fun. the 13th. Just because I was like, you know, it's been a long time since I watched some of the 80s classics and or late 70s oh, yeah. classics because we've been just doing the first time watches mm-hmm. for so long. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it. While I'm playing Baldur's Gate 3 on my laptop, I'll throw on Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the background and look up and just be like, ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like when it's the summertime. I got a one Friday night. I need to watch uh, uh, Friday the 13th Part 4. I always like to watch that one. I've always liked the fourth one. Yeah. Um, I've always dug it. And I like the second one too. Like yeah, I find two and like, four are my favorites. I even like the remake. I always thought the remake was We we watched enjoyable. the remake recently too. Yeah, it's fun. And so and I've always liked um oh my gosh. I can't believe I'm forgetting what it is. The one with the hedge clippers tells you how tired I am. Oh, the burning? The burning. I was like, I watched that. We watched that recently too. I I showed that one to Erica. I think it was the first to be Tuesday we had here. Oh, nice. Has she seen it? That was her first first time. Oh, nice. What did she think? She liked it. She's like for an 80s slasher. She's like for like a one-off 80s slasher. She's like, she thought it was definitely very hokey and made like a lot oh, of yeah. made some really dumb decisions, but she was like, it's, she's like, it was fun. Yeah. And like, that's, that's exactly what it, what it was. And that's what you do when you're watching these eighties, you know, you're having a good time. You're not watching an eighties fucking slasher for deep plot conversation. And, you know, really extensive detail and what they're going to get into. You're watching for some slicey, slicey, dicey, dicey, titty, titty, bang, 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 drinky, drinkies. My idea of a good night. That's basically right. what you're, uh, when you're watching. That's how I roll. Um, so we're going to play a little game with Scott. Um, we're going to play a game, Scott. You time to play a game. <laughs> you did not tip your server at least 20%. Now you must pay. <laughs> or it's, it's time to play the game. You will watch 15 uncorked films back to back, or you will watch Skinner Rink on repeat for five hours. Make your choice. <laughs> uh, can I just gouge my eyes out, please? <laughs> You're like, can I, can I take the option of where I cut my eyeballs out? <laughs> so I'm going to give you either a director, an actor, or a film company. Well, and I, I want for the. I hope for the director or actor, you they gave you permission for you to give them to me. Poor oh, guys. No, it doesn't or matter. Women. This is how it rules. <laughs> well, I would only be giving you the guys. And I go, no, <laughs> they want you. I would try to be like, come on, you want a piece? And they'd be like, no, not when I could have smoke show. <sighs> um, no. What can I do, huh? 
always oh, just an ugly duckling. I'm oh. like Winnie the Pooh. You saw Winnie oh. the Pooh yet, have you? Yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. am. Like, that's me at the end, like slicing people, being like, you left. <laughs> yeah. I love that ending scene. Fuck, that's such a yeah, good movie. Yeah, remember scene. We, we did a spoiler talk about it on the yeah. one of our Out of the Darks. Fuck, that's such a good movie. It was Fuck fun. Winnie the Pooh. Oh, man, and the honeys. <laughs> Turning the honey up to the so mat. gross. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit, I can't wait to see what else those guys come out with. All right, I want you to name for me the first movie that comes to mind when I say this director, okay? All right. George A. Romano. George A. Romero, Day of the Dead. All right. Dario Argento. Dario Argento, that would be, uh, shit, mine just went blank. Uh, 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 Suspiria. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I should do the answer, too. So when I hear George A. Romano, I think Night of the Living Dead as well. Um, Toby Hooper. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, same with me. John Carpenter. Uh, Christine. See Halloween for me. Wes Craven. Wes Craven for uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I would with Scream. Yeah, I was gonna say like it's first movies that pop in our head, so. So we'll stop sense. here for just for just a second. Were those your preferred movies by those directors? Um, mine were. Most most of them were, but like you know, since I was uh, coming off the top of my head, I just thought whatever movie popped in my head. But that's what I'm wondering. This is my little experiment that I'm doing here. Is okay. what comes to us first? Is it our actual preferred? Because when we're forced to think about it, then I'm like, well, I do really like Nightmare on Elm Street, and I do really like Scream, but which one do I like more? But if my default is what I say automatically is Scream, isn't that what I like the most? Because it's the first thing that came to my head. What do you think? I'm thinking it's more, like, especially with some of these directors that you're naming, like, it just kind of uh, the most common ones that pop up. Like, so, okay. you know, with Dario Argento, most people probably would think Suspiria, because that's, like, his most recognizable film. Okay. Whether it's their favorite or not, I think that would just but be, like, what if you were a big Dario Argento fan? You might say... Tenebrae or Deep Red, yeah. Right? So let's do this. Vincent Price. Uh, that would be uh, House on a Haunted Hill. Yeah, so yeah, that, that was. So I thought when I hear Vincent Price, I think um, House of Wax. Mm-hmm. And that is my favorite Vincent Price film. Yep, and House on Haunted Hill is my favorite. Right? All right, let's see if I can get some other ones here that have more stuff. Tim Burton. Ooh, a Beetlejuice. See, uh, is that your favorite? That or Sleepy Hollow. Like, go with your gut, right? So when I said, okay, that or Sleepy Hollow. When I said Tim Burton in my head, I thought Nightmare Before Christmas. And if I'm honest, that is my preferred. Oh, nice. Right? Um, Ari Aster. Uh, Hereditary. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I don't know enough of his films. I'd be like Hereditary, too, because I like. I mean, there's only three films, so. Well, it's short films. Right. Um, Let's see here. Who has a, oh, David Cronenberg. Uh, I would go Videodrome. Is that your preferred? Uh, I think The Fly would be my preferred. Mm. But Videodrome is like right up there. Interesting. Uh, Rabbit is mine. Mm. And preferred. Nice. Right. Um, Mike Flanagan. Oh, uh, Doctor Sleep. It took me a second to remember who he was. So I thought Doctor Sleep. People, horror people are horror nerds are getting mad at me. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Just... <laughs> so Doctor Sleep is definitely his better film. I thought of Oculus. I had a feeling you were going to say that one. Right? And I I just find it really, really interesting. Okay. Um, let's see here. Okay. We'll do only a couple more. A24. Hereditary. Okay, so talk to me because that's most recent in my head. Right. Right? Um, I don't know. Do you have one that you want to give? Those were the ones Blum- I came prepared with. Blumhouse. Oh, get out. I went to uh, Halloween 2018. Oh, 
see now is that your preferred no <laughs> just the first one really? that just popped in my head really that's interesting so so far all the ones generally speaking that i've been saying are my preferred so and i don't know say, and i think because you know me when i get put on the spot I kind of go, uh, 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 uh. So it's just whatever the first name that kind of just shuffles through my brain as I'm like going, uh, uh, <laughs> thinking about it. Like, so it might be my preferred or just might be more of like a, oh, there's, there's a recognizable name. Grab it out of my brain. Mm, is it recognizable thing because you hear it the most? Is that why? For the most part, yeah. Like Christine, okay. obviously, no, because that one just has sentimental value to me. Yes. That has an emotional connection for you, right? Yes. Best found footage film. Ooh, uh, best found footage film. Or I, found I, footage, I should say. Found footage. Blair Witch. The Blair Witch Project. And I hate that movie. <laughs> right? I know you don't like that one. You know what I thought? Grave Encounters. Mm. See, if I thought about it and was like, ooh, like, didn't think of the top first thing that popped in my head, I'd probably say like Hell House. Yeah, so that's your preferred, right? Mm -hmm. Hell House is a good one. Or Which what was the, the one where they went on all those haunts? Oh, uh, oh, the houses that October yes, built. Houses October built. Yes, yes. That's um, let's see. So I'll throw one your way. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Johnny Depp. Sleepy Hollow. Nightmare on Elm Street for me. Uh, and I love Nightmare on Elm Street, and I love Sleepy Hollow. Uh, That's an interesting one. Let's see. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Barbara Crampton. Big tits. <laughs> Scott's girlfriend. <laughs> you know what's uh, funny is I don't know enough of her films. So honestly, the one I go to is, um, and I blanked out on the name of it right now. We are still here. You're next. You're next. Oh, I'll say we are still here is the one I pop in my head. But none of her stuff from the 80s. Like she yep. was in that mall one. Yep. Chopping mall. Reanimator. Right. From Beyond. From Beyond. Ah, uh, From Beyond. Yeah, you got me to watch a lot of those 80s films that I had missed. Mm -hmm. Like, I found that I did a lot of franchises in the 80s. I wasn't really great at watching non-franchise classics. Yeah, but I was saying that's when you're like, give me some suggestions. And I'm like, blah, 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 and I just list off a bunch of just like random one-offs. Yeah, like we definitely, I think at one time, you were like the the more knowledgeable one and i would say i've slowly kept crept up to you but oh, the yeah. problem is now we've seen so many i'll lose track mm -hmm. so Same. i'll be right i'll be talking to let's say brandon orlick about a movie and then i'll thank god for fucking letterbox honestly yes. thank fucking god right oh, yeah. because i'm like oh what year did that come out and then i'm going in and but because we have multiple lists and we have lists like because we did all our first time watches Oh, yeah. Right? That it's trying to connect back to those two. It's really quite fascinating how much more I've seen, but yet how much less I know sometimes. Right. Well, I was saying, like, you know, brains can only retain so much before it starts pushing other things out. Yeah, like apparently podcasts that I do. I can't even <laughs> fucking remember the other one I do, which tells you I I have a very silly time on that podcast. I yes, definitely... And much more sillier than I am on this podcast. But I think about even like my number ones. I can't even remember what my number one film was last year hmm. without looking at my letterbox. Yep. I I finally remembered mine because I had to look it up because I couldn't remember and it was Deadstream. So 
I remember last year it was Nope. I like Nope in my top ten. Yep. Yeah, that was uh, towards the end of your top ten. It wasn't even like in your. No, top it was five. pretty. It was pretty high, and I think we had a couple. I did. I have Deadstream. I can't even remember if I. I just. Yeah, you know what? I keep going back to is Renapel for some reason. Yeah, I that think Renapel. <laughs> but that stayed with me, right? Like that tells you how long that stayed with me for. It just kind of like embedded itself. X was another one last year. Yeah, it's interesting. Black Phone. There was a lot of interesting movies that came out last year. And I find I find certain ones though I remember randomly, like Nightmare Cinema. Oh yeah. Not overly a great anthology, but I remember the part where the kid's playing the piano and like that's the one kid that they let leave. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? I thought about rewatching Nightmare Cinema again. Um, only because I've been thinking of it recently. It's fascinating. It's fascinating how we kind of go back to certain things, you know? Yeah. yeah and like how, like, yeah, like we were saying, like this little test, you have like first name to first movie that pop in your head. Like it's just, it's interesting, like uh, how our brains work. Because like you're saying, yours were going for more preferred in your brain. And mine were going for more just like recognizable name. Grab it. Go. Yeah. Like what do I know and what sounds familiar to me kind of thing, right? Yeah. And I got one more for you if you want to see. Yeah, sure. Uh, Tom Savini. Okay. From Dust Till Dawn. Ah, nice. I went with Because Maniac. I've seen it recently. Ah, nice. Right? Yeah, but I went Maniac. That's. Ooh, well, Elijah Wood. It, I can't remember the name of it, but the, the, the cover's popping up in my head. The one where he goes to see his dad and is not oh, his dad. Uh, was it? Who, uh, who's your dad? Come to daddy. Come to, come come to, to daddy. daddy. Come to daddy. Yep, and for me, it's Lord of the Rings. Oh, of course it is. Nerd. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's not horror. What are you doing bringing that oh. fantasy shit into this conversation? Well, it's the first movie that pops up. We don't we don't talk about fantasy bullshit on this podcast. <laughs> yes, Only horror movies and sex lives. <laughs> well, that's some fa- that's the fantasy stuff right there. Right, and me being a predator. That's all we talk about. Good lord. <laughs> that's all we talk about on this podcast. Me prodding down to the states sometime soon, prodding it up my cross oh, the board. Boy. What are you here for? I'm here to be a predator. Okay. <laughs> Ma'am, sit in this chair. Ooh, take your clothes off. I'd be like, oh, we're role playing now. Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> I almost made Scott choke there on his drink. Good lord. I, Scott knows I wouldn't be like that. I'd be crying, being like, I swear I didn't do anything. I'm, I'm a just, good person. I, I promise. I promise I didn't do anything bad. But uh, we'll keep going down this choo choo train of 2023's choo choo. I think the, the train's like picking up steam now. We're getting some good watches. Yeah, we're, it's picking up steam with at least good movies, but at the same time, it's like my steam is just kind of like chug, 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 chug. I'm wore out. Chug, chug, chug. Twenty twenty three is beating me down. Chug, chug. <laughs> You're like, I guess I just can't. Tubi, stop it, Tubi. I said no more. <laughs> no more, Tubi. But I can't quit you. Why can't I quit you? You know why? It's the only app that works. That's why. Right. Well, and like I say, they, I always try to dig up some hidden gems, and Tubi usually is where those hidden gems are. And I feel like Tubi probably pays well. You know, I think they pay their people well if, like, there's, if, because it's on commercial viewing, right? The more downloads you have or the more watch people watching you have, the more likely it is that you're going to make more money. And 
yeah. hey, you know, like I think that that's you know, will, important. And I will always happily support a service that is offering us thousands upon thousands upon thousands of movies for free. It's like they're 100%. doing it during a streaming during a year of streaming where sharing is not allowed anymore and bullshit like that. And Tubi's like, yeah, fuck that. We're free. You know, it's true. You just got to watch commercials. Yeah. And that's usually just a good bathroom break or go get a snack break. And and for all of us 80s kids that were born in the 80s or 70s, we grew up on that shit. There right. was lots of times you had to run between commercial breaks because that's when you would go make the peepees. That's when you would go get the snackies. That's when you would go tell your boyfriend they had to leave because your parents were coming home and they had to put their clothes on. <laughs> God, of course. Of course it'd go there, Heather. Look, uh, that was la- that was last week. Mom's <laughs> coming home soon. Get. No, I'd be like, oh, my mom's coming. You want to bang her too? <laughs> Aren't you an adult? Get out of here. I don't want her to see you. Oh, no. Didn't you know I'm like, I'm like 18. They're like, in what fucking world? <laughs> I can see you're telling G, G, get out the, go out the window. I, I live here. Go out the window. Go out the window. You don't belong here. Take Mickey with you. <laughs> My dog's gone. Everyone's gone. <laughs> you know what? I should I should do that sometime. But yeah, like I I did used to have my boyfriend sneak up into my bedroom. So I could bang I would, them. And I would sneak out and go like skinny dipping with friends. And it wouldn't be just women. It'd be oh, guys and you girls. It didn't matter. You would go bang girls too. Don't be fucking acting no, like you were no, fucking uh, the whole I wouldn't Trinity. sneak out. I, w- I wouldn't sneak out for that. I never did for that. What? Yeah, surprisingly. That was no, something I, I never did. Up to my bedroom. Like my parents would go out to the gym and they'd be like, okay, not in the bedroom. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'll say, well, to be fair, any girlfriend I had was like a half hour away driving distance. Oh, man. Yeah. This sounds really inconvenient. Yeah. I mean, living in a small country town, you really have many options. It's true. That's, that's fair. I uh, I don't know. I, I tried to bang close to home. Um, and I lived in a city, so like you could take buses and shit like right. that, right? But like, oh, man, I would try to bang wherever. Nothing's changed. But like I, I would be going out to the lookout points and like. I was definitely usually more of the aggressor. We'll say. Shock. Shock. <laughs> I know. I'd be like, so, um, we're going to fuck. I, we, uh, we're just going to talk about our feelings all night. I'm not quite sure what the deal is here. <laughs> I got to get up in the morning. You know, Heather, there's more to stuff like that than just banging. Just, no, there's just not. letting but you know. Fucking orgasming is the best feeling in the world. Put Erica on and we'll see what she has to fucking say about that. Hey, Erica, more... would you rather talk about your feelings or come? She'd be like, cock and come. That's what I'd rather do, Heather. <laughs> hey, I didn't say it was talking about feelings, but, you know, hanging out, just watching movies. Oh, yeah, you can do that, too. Yeah, like, too. how long do you think sex takes? Look, I know that you're in a new relationship right now. So, like, there's the cuddling and there's the sweet caressing and there's the, like, building up to it. Like, I get that for you guys it's still an event. But for the rest of us who have been banging since the age of 16, like, it's going out of style. It's wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And then you're on to whatever the next thing is. You're talking to someone that was married for 10 years. I I know. (laughs) I know. You're right. But that's – but you're in love now. It's different. Yeah, exactly. But – but I know what that's like as well. Like, I know both sides of the coin, but that's but not, he, I'm just saying, you know, he, for me, like, yeah, when I was sneaking out, it wasn't to go bang. It was sneaking out to go to my uh, buddy Chris's house and wander the woods and get high. Oh, that sounds so much better. <laughs> right? I mean, 
what more experiences could you have, like tripping balls and walking butt naked through the woods? First of all, I also went out and got drunk in the woods, just so we're clear. And tripping, not drinking, tripping. Well, I didn't trip. Well, what did yes, I? Oh, I one time tripped really bad and hurt my knee. Yeah, one time, actually, I was up at Hall in this place called Halliburton. I was sober. Not, not, no, not tripping, like as in falling down, tripping as in taking acid. Are you going to let me tell my tripping story or not? <laughs> well, you're, you're drunk all the time. I'm sure there's plenty of tripping. I was sober for this story. <laughs> so we went on a hike. We just saw a big ass moose, and I fell. Of course you did. And, totally right, and the, moose was, the moose was like, "Fuck around and find out," right? <laughs> like it was, was like, like you "What are you doing here, eh?" Moose was like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you with my antlers. That's what I'm gonna fucking do." Sorry about um, that. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's not how they are. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, anyway, I tripped and fell, and I hobbled back to the campsite, and then my ankle fucking swelled up, and then like a fucking huge rainstorm came in i was there with my boyfriend and my buddies at the time and we were like fuck this shit and we went to leave and the park rangers like razzed us because we wanted to go home like why are you guys leaving I'm, they're like my friend can't even walk like i could barely even stand that's how bad my ankle was wow. and they were like and i was young too like i was like 21 where like you know you can go on adrenaline i was not going on adrenaline i could not put it down and they were like, oh, yeah, yeah. like giving us the gears because we were city folks because we were like four hours away from home. Right. And I live in a Scott knows I live in an urban area. I do not live right. in the great white north. So this was more of the great white north. And they were all like fucking Torontoites. So I, I have been tripping in the woods, just not that kind of tripping in the woods. See, well, you're missing out on the fun. Because you know what, Scott? I don't need to be fucking high to have a good time. That's why. <laughs> well, when you live in a small country bumpkin town, you don't have many options to have fun. You're like, well, it's either do these mushrooms or have my life suck for the next <laughs> nine hours. I'll do some mushrooms. How long would the mushrooms last? Well, your system. Well, mushrooms would be about... Four to six hours. Acid would be about eight. Wow. You're so much cooler than me. I didn't do anything. I don't know if it was cool or just sad, but, you know. I, 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 I you're right. Me sharing physical intimacy with a man definitely is way less meaningful than you getting high as fuck on acid. My bad. You're right. Definitely. <laughs> me sharing my love for somebody through my mouth. <laughs> I was going to say, sharing your love. What? It's love. I just I didn't walk around and bang random guys. I can as much as I pretend like I do, I actually don't do that. Um I am selective. Hey, I shared my love. I pulled my pants down and showed everybody my bare white ass while I was tripping. Did you really? Did you show them your PP too? Were you like helicopter, helicopter? Well, well it was uh pitch black in the woods, and when you're on that, colors are more vibrant and blacks are more black. So when you're out in the darkness and there's no light, it is pitch black. You can't see where you're going. So we had two friends behind me uh, that were boyfriend and girlfriend. And they're going, wait, where are you guys? We can't see. And me and my one buddy, we knew where we were going because we've been through these yeah. woods several times. I was like, just follow the light. And I dropped my pants and it was just a bare white ass walking through the woods. And they're like, oh, my God, it's so freaking bright white. Because, I, yeah, I was pale as fuck. <laughs> Like, you like, still as fuck. Nothing has really changed. The only oh, time I was like tan was on that cruise when you were getting tanned all the time before you went. 
I mean, I was even more pale than that. Wow. And yeah, wow. like I, but no, like apparently my ass was like glowing to them because they were tripping too. And they're like, oh my God, it's a beacon. <laughs> Are you sure this did turn into some crazy orgy? Like, you know, it style, no, it, it no, style chapter two. No, crazy orgy. No, I but would be excited if it did. Just free, uh, just being free out in the woods, like nature intended. I think we should do a poll. What is more meaningful? Banging or being tripping his balls in the woods with your buddy showing where, where your did, ass? Where did this come from being more meaningful? Where did this part come because from? Because you were like, Heather, there's more to life than banging. And like, no, there's not, Scott. Like, there's conversations and friendship and all that stuff is great. But you're going to tell me that there's nothing. Like, you name one thing that's better than orgasming. Do it. Name one thing. I can't. See? <laughs> that doesn't mean it's more me. I mean, there's a no great, there's no greater feeling, but that doesn't mean it's more meaningful. Well, it is with someone who you care about. Maybe you just love, give it up. Like love a is more meaningful with the person you care for. But that's part of love. No, orgasm is, is part of the feeling. But when you're in love with somebody, isn't that all more right. intense? Get Erica on the call. That's it, Erica. Okay. We're going to decide this once and for all. <laughs> all right, I am, I am ending this. I am going to end this show by like. At the end of this show, I'm going to play Orgasm Equals Love by Psycho Stick now. <laughs> yeah. It's a, are we allowed to do that? I don't know. I can try. <laughs> we can see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> this is how badass. Scott doesn't do drugs anymore. I don't go bang in the woods anymore. But you know what we do do? We play licensed music at the end of our episode. Because we're fucking rebels. Oh, man. We're so hashtag badass. I can't wait to take my fucking multivitamin. <laughs> I can't wait to get to bed at a good time. Right, can't Make wait sure to I... get up early and get to work on time. Scott's like, I can't wait to take the kids to band practice. I'm like, I can't wait to go take care of my friend's kid. Badass. <laughs> Rebels. Oh, man, I I am enjoying being an aunt. Like, do you like having the boys there? Obviously, I know you do. But, like, it must oh, be yeah. cool to see them, like, full grown. You know what I mean? You don't have to deal with, like, any of the baby shit. Like, they're just funny. You just get these yeah. two funny little adults that now that live in your house. Well, they're not little. They're bigger than you, aren't they? They're taller than you. Oh, yeah, they are. They the, I am. I am the. Uh, it's Erica, then me, then Jaden, then Connor in the height category. Oh, man, you guys better hope that they don't one day start a coup or something in the household. You'll, you and Erica are fucked. You better start right. breaking out their kneecaps. I'll start with um, cats. <laughs> I mean, like, the cats are like, meh. <laughs> But, like, you got two full-grown humans that are funny, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they, they came pretty funny. And I love going over and visiting little baby Edmund. He's so fucking cute. You know, he smiles when he sees me because he knows my voice. And, you know, then I love going home. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's great. It's fucking amazing. I'm like, awesome. Great, Edmund. We spent all this time together. Bye. Yep. Bye. Go back to your mom now and you can cry. Bye. Right? And, like, those your boys are all, like, well, Erica's boys. You're, you know homies or whatever you guys are referring to each other as your your click oh uh, they're like yeah this is some weirdo that my my mom's dating i don't know he makes dad jokes I and mean, talks about banging my mom all the time I mean, i'm not look quite at sure this face. i mean look I at this know. face of course i'm a weirdo they're like you know mom we get it like volunteer hours is do you have to get them too as well for some reason as an adult <laughs> that's where scott came from <laughs> Uh, you and Eric can make a good pair. You do. Oh, thank you. Well, look how great your house is. I mean, we're going to be doing a tour of Scott's house if I come out there. November. We're going to walk around. Like, like ribs. <laughs> yeah, it looks good. 
Yeah, I'll say, uh, I do plan on posting pictures of it once I, because uh, right now, majority of the posters are down on the side, like off to the side right now, because uh, we are going to hang them up properly by actually getting frames for all of the stuff. See, this is what happens when you get a classy bitch that moves in. You get fucking frames for your posters, Scott. None of this other fucking pin shit anymore. Yeah, it's like, Erica's no more, bat, no this more shit up. pad tape and pins no. in the wall. She's like, not while I'm living here. <laughs> And what I love about her, she's so fucking classy how she does it. You know what I mean? She's just like, oh, baby, like, oh, like frames would look so good. Not like, oh, no, Scott, you can't do it. And you're like, oh, yeah, girl. And she's like, mm-hmm, yeah, we make this place look good. Right? <laughs> yep, she suggests. And I go, that's a oh, great yeah. idea. She's just like, what if, what, what if we, hear me out, we actually clean the couch? <laughs> no, that was me. That was me. Oh, was that a you thing? Yeah, because I go. Because I've seen what was what had happened down here, so that was mm. something that I've been wanting to do for. The last it's true. Year. We probably shouldn't have sacrificed all those people in your basement when I would come up, but you know, it was it was the time. Well, the sacrifice was 19. fine. The sacrificing was fine. It was the storing of the bodies inside the couches mm. that we shouldn't have done. Yeah, that must have been awkward to explain to Erica. Yeah, the, I had to blame the smell on the cats. Well, you know, neither one of us were virgins. We needed someone to get rid of, and well, yeah, we needed that virgin blood. You know, how just went to magic tournaments and picked them up from there. Come here, nerd. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> That's what I did. I did my little sub series. Get over here. Get Finish over me. Here. Finish me. <laughs> I'm gonna do that next time I'm banging. Uh, <laughs> Finish me. Uh... Fuck. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, I don't know why people think I'm a slut. <laughs> I don't know. No idea where that would even come from. Honestly, meanwhile, I'm like, I, I get off this call. I'm like, now I'm going to go for a nice walk with Mickey and listen to podcasts about multiple level, multiple level marketing schemes and how they manipulate people. Oh, so boy. I'm going to sit down and have myself a nice treat. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to have some apple and peanut butter. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. my Instagram feed's full of like dog videos and like honestly i i present the extremity of my personality that comes out once in a while just like well yeah say that's what we do with this podcast we amplify our like we amplify the fuck out of it but as i have learned (laughs) i need to start saying that because (laughs) i give the impression that um well because i don't care if people think i bang a lot i rather them know that if they're coming to me bit to bang they should know what they're getting into but i don't want people to think i'm a drunk right. or a drug addict we know you're the drug addict now though you're one trip involved oh, I, I mean <laughs> i totally am now that's all i do nowadays that's all you do fuck the kids you're just like erica <laughs> i'll be back in eight hours <laughs> see this bag of drugs doing them all I'm going to go do all these mushrooms and run around Shorts Creek. I'm She's gonna, like, hey, I'll frame, I'll frame the posters while you're gone. I'm going to do this weed. <laughs> do this weed. <laughs> going to do this marijuana. Oh, man, I'm going to do this weed so good. <laughs> it's going to make me feel all warm and fuzzy in my tum-tums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hashtag 40, hashtag 2023. As you can see, Scott and I, though, are in better spirits because 2023, we've seen the light. We've it's seen almost it. over. It's almost <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, I've seen the light. The light of 2024, where maybe, just maybe, there might There's be... There's a writer strike! What are we gonna get? Oh, well, you know what? Horror movie, good horror movies don't depend on writers anyway. They I know. mean, hell, and A24 already gave their uh, gave their deal, so, like... Yeah. So far, so far, the good horror movies are still on par. Yeah, A24. Thanks for wait. being a friend. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Travel down that road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a friend and a confidant. <laughs> Erica's like, so did you and Heather stop talking about horror movies like 30 minutes ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah no. We just started busting into Golden Girls theme song and, you know, whatever no. else came into our minds. Now that we're freestyling, that's that's how it is now. We've got from structure to... No Whatever. structure. <laughs> as you can see, as the years progress with the show, we get just less and less. We're just like, eh, but, what, but whatever. we may we may have some news because Scott and I have put our names in for something very special. And I have heard back. I think yeah. Scott will hear back soon. And um, <laughs> it'll just be me. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I did uh, I did my part for you. So I'll still have that to talk about. Right. Um, Scott and I may be famous. You may, you may be happy that you heard us here first. That's true. Right? Heard it here first. <laughs> heard it here first. Well, we'll, uh, we'll end this, we'll end this choo-choo train, but we will say that as much as <laughs> Scott says he's excited for 2023 to be done, I am looking forward to some movies that are coming out this year. Oh. Um, I am looking forward to Halloween. Hopefully Scotty and I can get together with Erica in tow. And we can go do Fear Farm, question mark. We'll see if that happens this year. All depends on timing. Um, Scott's a family man now. And he's got to go do all those mushrooms and acid. <laughs> Here, let me show you how this is done. <laughs> Erica's like, great. The boys are like, is Scott coming back? <laughs> he just, he screamed about clowns chasing him and he just ran <laughs> butt naked down the street. I don't know what's going on. Like, you know, mom, we were really supportive of this relationship at first, but <laughs> now he's just getting weird. I don't know what's going on here. You know what? Weird keeps it spicy. That's true. Why. People right. love Imagine, weird. People do love weird, and we love weird. We also love Legion Podcast. So we are proud <laughs> members. <laughs> of the legion podcast network you can join today on patreon it's only three dollars a month to join you get access to a whole bunch of different shows and promotion codes and lots of cool shit and um yeah you should just join <laughs> and if you and if you don't want to join for some reason and you're on the fence and you're thinking about it maybe you're not sure maybe you want to drop some mushrooms first maybe you want to bang in the woods first <laughs> what, what? scott just has one question for you oh, let me take those shrooms first What are you clowns waiting for? Wait, you're not clowns, you're listeners. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Did you see that thing behind the tree? Oh my god, Rod, what are you waiting for? It's like me from Barbarian trying to bang people, like the, the character from Barbarian. Oh dear lord. Oh, but they're a class here on Friday Nightmares. So tune in next time. <laughs> and we're sober right now. This is just hashtag. We're just high on joy. Yes, that's what it is. Is that Erica walking in the background? Yeah. Uh, poor Erica. Uh, should we bring, should we bring her on to say hi to everyone? What do you think? Do you think she'll want to come on or no? Mm, that's uh, I'll, I'd rather ask ahead of time. Okay. 
Well, tell her next time we want her to come on. The people should hear her beautiful voice. Oh, definitely. They should know who has taken the smoke show's heart and then prevented it from doing all those shrooms and acid. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I still totally do that shit. Because that's what he does every night. <laughs> all the time. Instead of a werewolf, Scott turns into a drug addict. <laughs> instead of melatonin, I'm dropping LSD. <laughs> That's why you're so tired all the time at work. Yeah. I wonder why I'm not sleeping. <laughs> Holy huh. fuck, that's it. Anyway, thank you as always for listening. Please check out um, our podcast friends, the Dummies of Horror, the Horror Returns, the Psychosemantic Podcast, as well as um, Slasher Radio, Slasher Radio, as well as Horror um, Exploding Heads movie, the, the Exploding Heads movie podcast. The Rotten Roundtable, who actually gave us our start very, very long ago. Horrorcast, you mean? The horror, yeah, the Rotten Roundtable. Well, that's there. That's us. That's their, oh, uh, true. The horror cast with Mark Nato. And, and kill the cast. And kill the cast that were under their feed. Um, fresh cuts. All the people that kind of helped Scotty and I out before we went off the rails to where we are today. Um, so thank you, thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being, being a friend. friend. And uh, <laughs> again. <laughs> And we will see you soon. We will be back with more 2023s, more theatrical watches, more shutter watches. Oh, I forgot about the communion girl. I forgot about a 2023. Well, we have to add that to the list for next episode. We'll do that next time. Good recall, Scotty. I must have not even included on shutter or on, on um, letterbox. Anyway. All right, y'all. I, how do I end this usually? Um, Usually ask me, what do I uh, do? I have anything else to say. Right. Thank you for listening. Scotty, do you have anything else to say to our listeners? Uh, Yes. As always, thank you for listening. And, you know, if you're going to grab life by the balls, make sure to tickle the asshole too once in a while. It likes that. (laughs) Until next time, unpleasant dreams. See you.